Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu, the show about how to become a pilot and not a passenger in your health and in your life. Today we have a we have something really special for you. You guys have been asking for more case studies of real people who've been through healing their autoimmune disease naturally. And so what we're going to do today is a big case study with Elisa, and I'm going to have her introduce herself in a few minutes. What I'd like for you guys to do is, if any of you are watching right now, if you could go ahead and tell us where you post where you're watching from, that'd be great. Just so we know what our demographics are. The other thing is, if there's anyone that you know that you want to share this video with that um, can benefit from learning more about healing their autoimmune disease, go ahead and share the video by sharing it now or putting their name in the comments section right now so they can watch it later. So tell us where you're from. That'd be great. That's awesome. Thank you, Julie. Great, Shannon. Awesome. And if there's any alumni here that are watching, go ahead and let people know that you're alumni in the program and you can post below what some of your experiences have been too as well. I'm Dr. Maggie Yu. I am a integrative physician who focuses my practice on healing autoimmune disease naturally. This process started for me about 10 years into my practice as a family physician. And that's when I got diagnosed or pushed for myself to be diagnosed actually finally with having an autoimmune disease. I finally figured that was the reason why all these things were happening. And I was able to reverse and heal a lot of my symptoms in about 18 months from autoimmune disease. And so the last 12 years of my practice, I've been focusing on healing autoimmune disease naturally. We run an eight-week online coaching program on healing autoimmune disease. And Elisa is a recent graduate from that program. And she's here today to talk about where she was, what her outcomes are now, and what was the process like that brought her through this journey. What was the process like through this journey? So I'm going to let Alisa introduce herself in a second. Those of you who are already watching, please give her a thumbs up and a heart. This is not easy to do a live broadcast and live interview like this because anything can happen. <laughs> and if you have questions for us, go ahead and post it in the comment. Much appreciated. All right, Alisa, tell us, introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself and what your journey was. So I'm 41, married, mom of two kids, very busy world that we have with our 13 and 11 year olds. And I started my health journey back in 2002 when I was diagnosed with MS, which was a big shock. Thankfully, that's been quiet. But then in 2005, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, and that's been a big struggle for me. I've had different hospitalizations with partial bowel obstructions, but then in the fall of last year, I was hit with some really big news that my doctors were recommending that I have a bowel resection. And they really urged me to do it sooner than later to avoid having an emergency resection where I wouldn't have the choice of my doctors and my hospitals and, and that. So I am a big advocate and a researcher. So I quickly jumped on that and, and took care of that and did that in November. And I was really expecting my outcome to be dramatic and change my life, but it didn't the way that I expected. So I really struggled with my recovery and became very discouraged with just having daily problems, um, fatigue, just worrying about eating and the outcome of that. And I love food. So that turned into something that became challenging for me and just going to my kids' daily activities and, and really just doing anything. So for a few months, I dealt with that. And then I figured I needed to do something different and look outside the box and started doing some research and then I found you and your program. 
Awesome. So I want to ask a little bit, which was that something I think that's an interesting point that we've talked about quite a bit and we talk about in the program is, is that the conventional medication route, the conventional medical doctor route of which I was a part of the first 10 years of my career. Really, one of the things that we have to understand is, is that well-meaning doctors, but all we are trained in as conventional docs are medication or surgery. And so would you would you say that that's true in terms of your experience of dealing with Crohn's up until the point you got to our program, that it was just either medication or surgery that was offered to you? That was it. And because of my MS diagnosis, even though it was quiet, my options for Crohn's treatment was very limited because one could trigger the other. And I was fine with that because I really didn't want to go on any of those traditional medications anyway. But um, that was basically the only two things. And it was just symptom, you know, treating my symptoms. It wasn't anything outside of that. You felt like you actually went the conventional route. You were just treating the symptoms. And the biggest thing that you had, the biggest decision you had to make was whether you're going to get a bowel resection, which you thought was going to be the law of everything. You got the bowel resection and was extremely frustrated that you didn't get the outcome of getting better, like you thought. And I didn't feel that I had a choice with the bowel resection, so I did it. But then I just felt like, gosh, I'm doing this really big thing. This is a big surgery. It's going to just make everything better. And it didn't the way I hoped for. And I'm going to ask people who are watching here, how many of you have done the medication route or the surgery route and didn't get outcome, didn't get the outcome that you wanted? So for me, when you actually do spend a lot of money on doing something or spend a lot of time and effort doing something like major medications or surgery, if that price and that investment of your time and energy got you outcome, that's cheap. But if it didn't get you outcome, that's a very expensive endeavor to go on. There's a huge cost to things not working. And that's what you were seeing that your life. I mean, one of the things you had mentioned, I'm just reviewing was when we first talked, your life was really dictated by your worries about bowels. Yeah. You were afraid to leave your home. And you, and when you did, you were planning every stop. <laughs> I was, and I, I eyed the rooms and the stores and the restaurants. And I knew, you know, I only wanted to go places where I felt comfortable. I didn't want to go anywhere where the drive was too long or, or where I didn't know my surroundings. So a lot of my daily activities, if I even did anything, was based on where I felt comfortable going. And if I did go somewhere, then I didn't want to eat. And then that triggered all kinds of headaches and blood sugar issues, and which I learned about in hindsight. But yeah, there's a lot of trauma just around eating and what do you call it? Elimination. (laughs) And I love food. food. I love food. food. All right. Yeah. You love food. You do. I mean, that's one, I mean, that's one thing that you loved learning. I could see it every time. So let's, let's flash forward. I mean, this is eight weeks, uh, you know, you graduated from our program four weeks ago, three, four weeks ago. You've just come back from a trip from Spain and Portugal, which you and Omar just told me all about. Congratulations. <laughs> and would you have thought that going on a trip like this for the two weeks you were there, that it was possible a year ago that you could have done this? I would have been very anxious about it prior to this. Yeah. And how was the trip? It was awesome. <laughs> oh, I saw the pictures. <laughs> so Omar's popping in as we speak. Oh, awesome. So one of the things was I want to ask you is where are you now? Everybody wants to know where, what are the outcomes that you've gotten out of this eight week program? So I think, well, there's many big things. I was going to say there's a few big things, but there are many big things. Vitamin deficiencies was a huge thing for me. And it's mm-hmm. something that I thought I understood and I thought I knew about. And I was already B12 deficient and I knew that. But I didn't know that I was not taking the proper B12. And so once I learned, not only not only learned that, but then learned how to maneuver through the system and how to find the right form and how to get the right form and make that happen, be my advocate, my own advocate for myself, 
getting that, I mean, it was like night and day as far as doing that properly. So what I'm hearing is not just about information about B12, which anyone can Google. Okay. This was really about what was the B12 issue customized to you? Mm-hmm. What were your options in treating, treating it? And how do you access and collaborate with the right providers to get the exact treatment that you need? Right. Just for that one issue. Just how that much one. of a game changer was that one issue? That was a big one. And, and that can relate to so many other things. I mean, that I can take with me outside of just the B12 issue. I mean, just learning how to have certain conversations that's something that I now own and I can continue using that when necessary. So you're saying one of the outcomes of this is that you have, uh, you feel like you've been so educated and the critical thinking around your autoimmune disease that you're able to have an equal level playing field in your conversation when you collaborate and work with providers. Definitely. Okay. That's awesome. So B12 was a big thing for you that, um, and vitamin deficiencies and learning those functional values, what your patterns were and how to treat them was huge. What were some other outcomes that you've received? So food mapping, and I see Frankie. Mm -hmm. Hi, Frankie. Those of you who are in our program, they're alumni that are watching right now. You can say hi to Frankie and comment on what having a functional nutritionist in your back pocket every single week is like. Let's talk about your experience, but alumni, I would love for you guys to chime in. Frankie's awesome and having that time to talk about food and nutrition and ask questions. and, And that was crucial. But the food mapping was huge for me. And the fact that I had something directly related to my bowels and food and eating and that I had never had that done before was kind of mind-blowing that it even existed and I didn't know about it. But I waited for those results. And when I got those results, I literally stared at the results on my phone for a few minutes because I had to process all of it. But that was a big thing for me because like I had explained, I would eat the same foods and one day be fine, eat the same meal the next day be fine. And I was never able to connect my trigger foods, which was so frustrating. But then I learned not only in black and white, what my trigger foods were, but I also learned that it doesn't necessarily happen as soon as you would think it would happen. It happens. The reaction will take a while. Yeah. I was never, because everybody would say, well, why can't, you know, why don't you know? Is it this? Is it that? Well, I was never able to connect it. And I finally was. You know, at least a lot of people ask, is this another elimination diet program? Are we asking people to blindly do another elimination diet? Because that's what actually most functional medical doctors actually advocate is elimination diets. Is this another program to just teach people how to eliminate, to do another elimination diet? No, I mean, I was told, and that was another frustration is different doctors told me different types of diets. So there was no consistency with what anyone thought I should go on. So this is not an elimination diet. This is specifically catered to me. It was my blood my test and the test came back and it showed me exactly specific foods as powerful did that make you feel oh it was awesome it was awesome i mean it wasn't awesome because cheese was on there and Mm -hmm. he knows how much of a hard time i had with the cheese i think i said (laughs) cheese. i don't know how many times in our mastermind calls but it was important for me to know because i needed to know well, and the thing is, it's really important for you to know the cheese because it's a big part of what I talk about in the program is you need to know that there, these are not random acts of health violence happening to your body. There is a cause and effect to every symptom in your body. And there is a program, and this is what we do, is we teach you exactly what the cause and effect to every one of these symptoms are. That's a roadmap for you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So now it's not just like randomly you have to avoid cheese. Because you know, actually, there are some symptoms associated with it when you eat the cheese. There's actually evidence and data from you and your own experience now to back that up. Am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
So then you can actually make an educated decision of, am I, is, is the result worth it? Sometimes it is. And sometimes it is not. That's correct. And so when I can make that choice and I, I am going into it. Choice is huge, right? Educated choices is huge. So I'm going to ask, what has this meant for your family? Is Omar still around? He's, he's going in and out. Go, go okay, when he pops back in, let's, let's have him come on. Because I kind of want to ask him, like, oh, hey, dude. <laughs> I want to ask him, I mean, what has this meant for your family? What has this meant for your children? These changes in your health? Yeah, I mean, I think that just the fact that mommy's not afraid to leave the house and we can go and do things and be active and... You know, I would say I smile more. Do you think mommy, mommy smiles more? You always smile. I always smile. Oh, Omar. 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 Come join us. Thanks for joining us, guys. This is Omar. Say hi and wave to the husband. Give him a heart and a wow face. We got a husband on on this. This is really important. One of the things, I mean, really important for me is that when we're on these calls with potentially people who are joining our program is for their spouses to join the call. And Omar, you were on the call, you know, 10 weeks ago with me and Elisa. And so I want to ask you something. What were some of your thoughts going into this as we were going through the call? What were some of the things that you were worried about? And what was the call actually like? Well, the call was nice. I mean, it was good to, you know, get to know you at first. Obviously, you know, when you're going into anything like this, it always seems like you're talking to a salesperson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the beginning for any person, any male that's, you know, going through this with their wife, you know, we all go up and down with our spouses throughout this whole process. Sometimes we want to see them succeed. And then sometimes we just don't want to see them with false hopes, you know, right. and as the program went through, when we had that first talk and many people will have that first talk with you and they're going to start, you know, they're going to have, I would, I would assume that everybody has the same questions, you know, who are you? What are you going to do for me? And it's really, you say it as honest as can be. You don't do anything for anybody, you know, and that's the coolest thing because you're true to your word. So you don't promise them anything. You give everybody the information that they need. What they do with it is their business. If Mm -hmm. they want to sit down and listen to you guys talk for an hour and do nothing with it, they're going to get nothing out of this program. Mm -hmm. You give everything and it's all in the person that's coming into the program's hands to do with it what they want. And, and that's what I was saying is, Omar, is that it's, I think I must have said on your call is we are very careful about who we choose to enroll in this program because honestly, we need people in there who are willing to kick ass, take names and chew bubble gum. Yeah, that's who we exactly. play with because yeah. that's who we are. And yeah. so, and, and for me, it's like a mutual, it's a huge commitment for the clients to be in our program. It's a huge commitment we make to our clients because it's a huge outcome that you guys need. Mm-hmm. Because this process was a lot of work for you guys and us as well. There was a lot of mutual commitment to this process. Yeah. No, you know? a lot of the time of her walk catching up on old videos and even yeah. with the food exams are coming back. And it was just. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It's a fun ride. And I'll tell you one thing. The eight weeks went too quick. You know, yeah, know. It, it's it was very. You know, it was fun to bother her a little bit during her classes. And she's talking. I saw you were coming in. By the way, guys, he was popping in and be like, hey, yeah, it's not good. about me or anything, but hey. <laughs> and then she muted and take away from it and say, stop it. But I, I was going to say, so some of the trepidation that you had coming into the call was, is this going to be another salesperson that's going to be selling false hope to my wife? Exactly. And, and I, yeah. yeah. And what did you feel like at the end of that call? Yeah, at the end of the call, I still, you know. It mm-hmm. was more, you know, she has to do it. I heard what you said, 
So Mm -hmm. I understood you clean yourself quickly. You know, it's like it's up to the person. And it was the truth. You know, some people might hear that. And then at the end, they come and blame you. But you say it as plain as day. You know, you give everybody the information and they move forward with that. And yeah, I, what I t- like to say it is that I give everybody, I, I like to say that we work with people who are very resourceful, meaning that if I give you every single resource possible to get that outcome, are you going to utilize er- and work the crap out of every single resource? So you get that outcome because you're in the fight of your life. Exactly. Or you then you're the perfect person for this program. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what I'm committed to every single resource that it takes to get you that outcome. Yeah. But you have to be resourceful to utilize it. Yes. Right? And you had mentioned something really key. You said your concern was whether your wife was going to really, truly commit to this process. Exactly. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> and how, how was it watching as a spouse, her process through this? And, and now that she's a month out, how has it been watching? That whole question, did it get answered for you? Oh, that one. I mean, it got to a point where the program got annoying because all we should do is stare at the monitor or stare at the computer and catching up. And, oh, my God, I have to see Frankie's thing. And I have to uh, keep up on this. So it's like school all of a sudden. I'm like, are you kidding me? It is school. This is an educational online coaching exactly. program. This is a master's degree. Yeah. yeah. Right? So it just turned into that. But you know what? I mean, I love the growth that came out of it. I love that, you know, that the stuff that she learned about herself, about allergies to certain foods, to certain things, and how just eating a couple things differently has changed, you know, a lot of the stuff that she used to live with. So for me, it's worth it. You know, I mean, at the end, again, if you don't do anything with the program, you're not going to get anything out of it. It is what you make of it. It is what you make of it. And so let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think you got your wife or girlfriend back? No. <laughs> Naya. <The next> course. <laughs> Naya. <laughs> that course coming. Tell me that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for giving me my uh, wife back. Yes. No. She's a. You know what? She's better. A lot better than what it, what she was because she has more answers to the unknown questions of before. So it's now not what can I eat. It's now what shouldn't I eat. You know. And that's, that's right then and there. That's perfect. But one of the things she said was she loves food. Yeah. How is food yeah. prep, food shopping? How is feeding the family? How has that changed for the two of you? Both of you, either one of you can answer. You love food. How has food changed in your family because of this? Oh, I'll answer that one. It's, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a restaurant. You got the regular menu for us. Mm-hmm. And you have the. I call it the socialist menu for her. So she's got a little bit of a communist um, <laughs> little rations of this and that and whatever. But That's we nice. all kept it all like everybody in the family stayed eating what they were eating. And she sacrificed and, you know, did her things. Do you see it as a sacrifice, Elisa? I mean, I don't see it as a sacrifice. As a food lover, it is a sacrifice. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes- I wouldn't want to feel bad. Like, I love food, guys, just as much. But the thing is, there are some choices I make. I know how I feel with certain foods. And I'm just, it's not worth it to me. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that across the board for, you know, everything, but there are some things that for me just absolutely is not going to be worth it for me. Right. You know, if you eat something, it's going to ruin the rest of your trip. And you know that it's what's going to happen. You know not to do it. If there's something else that is going to be like a minor annoyance for a couple hours, you might decide to do it. Yeah. But it's nice you guys have the choices. Now I have the choice to do that. Otherwise, I had no idea. And the after effects would be hard. Yeah. Now I decide that. So has, has there been a lot, because anxiety was something coming into the program that you had, Alisa. And so my question was, a lot of it was around bathroom, food, 
being away <laughs> and your symptoms, where's our level of anxiety at now? So <laughs> he's laughing. Where is your level of anxiety? I mean, I, I've said before, I'm... It's all about you, Omar, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm ready to leave the room now. You know, I'm going to ask my anxiety to leave while I finish this. You can, you're free to dismiss him at any time, Lisa. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Thank you very much for everything. Thank I you, really Omar. do appreciate it. I love having you, you in the program as well. This is a family affair, and I, thank you so much for being a part of it. No, thank you. Hi. Right. Thanks for coming on. Bye. Bye. Surprised <laughs> <laughs> if he pops back in I'll at some point. <laughs> He's such a social butterfly. So, mm-hmm. like anxiety, where is it now? So I feel more in control. I would mm-hmm. say is the answer for that because I like, you know, we talked about, I'm able to make choices. And if I want to have something that I know may be a problem, I can decide how much it's worth it to me because I know now, you know, whereas I was so everything was just a big question prior. So question. Okay. Is this experience just like going to see another doctor for eight weeks or seeing a nutritionist for eight weeks? This is like nothing that I've ever experienced. And I'm so thankful for finding it because I felt like for a while I was faithless talking to you. I was watching all of your videos before I committed to this. And you really, it felt like at some point, he's back. It felt like you were speaking to me in certain videos because you were talking about, you know, once you have one autoimmune disease, you can have more, which I do have more. And I was going down this path of possibly another diagnosis and you know you go to you know right right then you go to you know the neurologist for the migraines and you go to the gastroenterologist for the stomach pains and you go to the ortho for the hip pain and and all I was doing was going to these doctors and they were just treating me for that particular body part and symptom and you know writing a script and nobody was treating me like a whole person and looking at me as like why is this all happening you're only 41 years old you shouldn't be living your life in the doctor's waiting rooms. Yeah. So this was the first time that I felt someone looked at me as a whole body, a whole person, and just and, to get to the root of why all of this is happening. So something really important, key distinction here is, is that I, I love, I feel like I, not only am I a doctor, but the most, most importantly, I'm an educator. I really love to teach. And to me, the most impactful way of teaching is actually having people learn on themselves. Mm-hmm. There's no better student than someone who has that problem themselves. And there's no better student than someone who's actually motivated to learn everything there is to know about them and the disease and to prevent anything bad from going on. There's a lot of leverage and motivation there. So to me, what I loved was that my goal here, I tell people, if after you've gone through this eight weeks, you know, if you don't, it's like a mass, it is a master's degree in actually healing autoimmune disease naturally. And you're getting the best training and trainer and a group of amazing people to go through this program with so that you actually have true mastery. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, how do you actually even tell someone you can actually earn a master's degree in healing autoimmune disease? Naturally, that's customized to you and your own answers. It's hard for people to be actually believe that it even exists or it's real. That's why it's so, I'm so thankful that you're live with us and telling us your experience. A lot of people don't think you're a real person. Some people think that the people that <laughs> are paid actresses, <laughs> Alisa, are you a paid actress? Are you paid any incentive whatsoever to actually tell us what your experience is? Absolutely not. And the fact that I'm even, it's so funny that I'm even doing this. I mean, I was watching these, like I was the one. Two months ago. 
<laughs> months ago, I was watching the lives and watching your videos and Googling and I was that. So it's like just crazy to me that I'm doing this and I, you know, came through with such amazing results and I still have a journey to go. I mean, in eight weeks, I ha- am, am much further along than I ever would have imagined possible, but I still have a journey. And my goal is to never have another resection again. And, you know, I mean, I have big goals and I have small goals just to feel good on a daily basis. I'm sleeping better. I haven't even touched on that, Maggie. My sleep is so much better. Yeah. Tell me about the sleep. I oh, Gosh, I, I'm like sleeping at night. I used to wake up multiple times. I had to take melatonin. I am sleeping more soundly. I, there's little tricks. I don't want to give them away, but there's little tricks that Frankie tells, you know, things to do before you go to bed and they work and they made big difference. How quickly did it work? How quickly was sleep fixed? Sleep was fixed. I mean, within the first few weeks. I know. And how long you had sleep problems? Sleep. Oh, I've been having years and years and years. Right. Years and years of pro- a years and years problem where you think you've tried everything can be solved in a couple of weeks. And I, I understand how it seems, how it could seem to someone who's watching. So like, how is that possible? Because I had those thoughts myself. I did. I was, yeah. I wondered, but I had so much hope, you know, going into this. And on the other side, I now can say, I mean, dramatic results. When you read these results, and I read one today about someone in, that they're in week six with their child and they're on the swing. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're in week five of the program. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And she was not really able to happened. walk. She was bedridden I mean, in the home. Yeah. I, pulled out of kindergarten. Yeah. I mean, that's, and to be able to go through now her whole life, which is huge and so long. That outside. She's dancing week five. It's amazing. I know. Amazing. I love what it is that we do. And yet it's so hard to encapsulate at all exactly what it is. So a final big question is, is that, was it worth it? God, I mean, a million times over. A million times over. A million times over. I'm, I mean, you and Frankie are, oh, I'm, I, I'm not going to do it. I've already done it. I've done it with you. I'm not going to do it. But priceless, the support for both of you, you both bring your own pieces that are so valuable to, I mean, little things, big things, things that all take with me forever the support from the group being in this group was I mean you don't know until you're in it how awesome it is but you know even if no one in the group at that time has something like me I mean we all have autoimmune disease so there's a commonness it's not even a word but there's a feeling that we all have having an autoimmune disease and people just get you they understand you and they know what it's like to be fatigued and have to, you know, push your way through work or experience pain and have to pretend that you're not having it in that moment because you're dealing with someone and you don't want them to know or invisible illnesses, dealing with invisible illnesses is, is wearing and it's tiring. And just to be in a group with people who get that. And even if they don't have the same autoimmune disease as you, they know what that struggle is. And like Sarah was in the program with you. Sarah Ryder just said hi. You know, it's like you don't even need to have the same diagnosis whatsoever. The principles are the same, actually. And that's one of the errors. And that's one of the things I think if you guys haven't watched our training, please go to healingautoimmunediseasenaturally.com and watch the free training about autoimmune disease. And one of the number one points in there I make is the diagnosis doesn't matter. That's the problem is people are chasing diagnosis and they get into this esoteric thing where it's like, 
the more narrow and the more number of diagnoses, the more they think they're zebras and zebras. And they need to connect with someone who has biliary atresia, the fifth degree of the H68 type group. Maybe that's going to give them all the answers, but it doesn't. And the bottom line is, is that there are some very sound principles of how you can actually treat all autoimmune disease, how you get at those certain principles that can get all, if you can calm the whole autoimmune attack in you, every target can get better and every target can actually function better. But that's a very difficult concept and that for a conventional medicine to do, and that's not what they're doing. So it's something that even patients and clients aren't used to understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am going to end this with, gosh. I just want to say thank you. I mean, you and Omar have been such a joy to have in the program and your desire to share this with other people. I am just really thankful. And I, I just, you know, I, I love getting on the phones. We have a team of people be on the phones to actually go through and, and really learn more about each person's autoimmune disease. But I love being part of that because for me, getting to know you and Omar and that first phone call was so crucial, you know, and he was such a little turd. <laughs> He was challenged. He grilled you a little bit. It was fine. But but the thing is, is like, it's fine. Throw questions at me. Throw your doubts at me. Throw your, you know. And you know what? And I think that it's normal to question and to wonder things. And and he asked. He's there again. He asked and you answered and you responded and you didn't promise anything. But it's work on our end as much as it's work on your end. I think results speak for themselves. I don't have to promise anything. I think people's real, real, real people and real results speak for themselves way more powerful than anything I can tell you or promise you. And sometimes people ask me, what are the outcomes that happen? I go, it really depends on you. Mm-hmm. What outcomes do you want? How hard are you going to work at, at that? And then everything that you want, depending on how hard you're willing to work at it, I'm going to match that effort a gazillion times more. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, that's how outcomes happen. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Thank you so much for joining us and pulling your husband in. <laughs> I'm so glad he got his wife back. Thank you. I'm glad you guys were able to go on the trip. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. It was amazing. Thank you, Frankie. Everybody give her some love for being on. So for all of you who haven't watched the training, please go to healingautoimmunediseasenaturally.com to watch the training. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, go to our Facebook group and join it right now. So you can see all these other videos of other people who've been through our program and a lot of posts, uh, testimonial posts of people who've been through our program. So you can learn more that these real solutions like this exist. This isn't about like uh, Omar saying, I'm afraid that this person is going to sell false hope. To me, hope is good for breakfast, but man, don't end dinner with hope. You want to end dinner with results and outcomes and a clear path for the future. And that's what we provide. So thank you, kiddos and all we're even on it. Thank you. You brought this. Guys, thank you so much. You guys have a great day. And this is not all. It's back to you. (laughs) Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank Thank you. Thanks for your support in raising awareness and sharing this. To learn more about our program, visit drmaggieu.com forward slash talk.